Ladies and gentlemen, you are now on the mark. I am your host, Mr. Marky Mark. This is our premiere debut episode, being streamed live exclusively on Yahoo.com. People have been asking me for weeks now, Mark, what's this podcast going to be about? And I tell them, nothing. This show is going to be about literally nothing. And you may say, well, that's dog shit. That's complete and utter dog shit. But we're going to do our best anyway to give you something of value. Your best. Losers always whine about their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. What Howard Stern was the satellite radio, we are going to be to podcasts. What Justin Bieber was to YouTube, we are going to be to podcasts. What Making a Murderer was to Netflix, we are going to be for podcasts. Tonight, in beautiful South Philadelphia, here at Skyfall Studios, we have the champagne on the ice already, waiting for the coronation of the great Leonardo DiCaprio for his masterful role in The Revenant. It's 10.33, so we're probably about an hour or so away from him finally getting his sweet piece of cherry pie. Stick with us, folks, because when we get back, Tony Nicky Jr. is going to give us a tell-all about the lifestyle we would all love to live. And we're back on the mark here at Skyfall Studios. Our Oscars after party just took a big hit because my guy, my dear friend, the great Sly Stallone, was just robbed, absolutely robbed, by uh, Mark Ryland, Best Supporting Actor, Bridge of Spies. Bridge of Spies was a good movie, but certainly the shock of the night. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? In this day and age, I'm not surprised. It is what it is. I guess there's been a ton of Rocky movies. Maybe they're a little sick of it. Um, I know that was a hell of a movie, though. I enjoyed the hell out of Creed, one of my favorite movies of the year. And uh, I thought Stallone was great in it. I really did. In the intro, I forgot to introduce our uh, producer, Benny Goldberg, doing all the shit that needs to be done behind the scenes. This kid's on top of it. Harvard grad, Villanova Masters. He's on top of his game, and, and On The Mark brought him in. Big time contract to work on this show and get this show to where it needs to be. Benny, we're glad to have you, man. Yeah, it's a great honor to be here, Mark. Glad to have you, man. So, folks, 
the time has finally come. He just chugged down his martini. The great Tony Nicky Jr. is on air. Hold the applause. Hold the applause. Tony, how you been? Haven't talked to you since the week before the Super Bowl. I've been phenomenal, Mark. Yeah, I gotta say, you're looking great. It's a nice place. Thank I gotta you, give you credit, you. man. You know, I don't think the audience knows it, but you got a nice little place here. You see the whole Philly skyline. Yeah. What'd you think of Kim and Sarah downstairs? Oh, two gorgeous girls. I was wondering where you pulled them in from. I wasn't even gonna bring them up. <laughs> I can't get them away from the Oscars. They're waiting to see Leo. They've been talking about him all day. The view's nice. Some beautiful females downstairs for the after parties. Yeah, nice place, Marky. Sure. sure. What do you think of that coffee table? It's beautiful. I've never seen a coffee table like it. It's gorgeous, that thing. Yeah, yeah. Had that fucking thing imported from Italy. Took two fucking months to get here. Last time, funny story, last time I ran into Mark, you were uh, face down. It was about 3 a.m. Half your body was in the pool at Harris. The other half was lying. Uh, you were face up, at least. The other half was on the cement. But it's good to see you uh, You made it out of that night, Mark. Yeah, it was just one of those things. Um, AC can get you sometimes. Absolutely. You know, I don't go down there nearly as much as I used to. Uh, I don't even miss it a little bit. But when I get down there, there's always that possibility that it, it gets you. It's been known to get people. It's been known to bite some people. That's right. That's right. And we, we've all experienced it. It's just comes with the territory. Gotta say, though, uh, definite big disappointment in that slide lost. Oh, devastated. Devastated. Well, he's a legend for me. He's a role, role model type guy for me. When I met him, just a, just a great dude. And when we stayed in touch and... Uh, I'll, I'll give him a call later this week and just you know say hey that's that's some bullshit. Yeah, and people don't know uh, people don't know the kind of guy that he is. Really family oriented guy. Met him back in about two thousand three. Phenomenal guy. Best attitude. You you know people look at him as just the Rocky coward. Well, you worked out with him in L.A., didn't he? A few. T- yeah, we did a thing back in the day. Uh, walked out, hit the gym a couple times. Me, him, and Arnold actually got oh, out wow. for a, yeah wow. yeah we did a couple things down there. Wow. Tony, tell us what you got going on right now, because from my knowledge, from what I've heard, bookie bashing took a big hit in 2015. Where does it go from here? Does it fold? You lost hundreds of thousands of dollars. Where does it go from here? I know you recouped some on the Super Bowl. I know that was a big success. The Broncos was obviously a phenomenal success. Um, Hit them every way possible. Get us back a little bit. Had a money line play. Had them laying the six and a half. Uh, Started to go really downhill. I'm not going to lie. Started about Thanksgiving time. We didn't know how bad it was for my man Joey Stacks. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Got slightly ugly for him. Folks, if you don't know, Joey Stacks is a... uh, co-worker of Tony, Nikki, they were uh, giving out picks throughout the uh, 2015 season, and our dear friend uh, Joey Stacks uh, was going through some uh, some things that took him away from making money and picking winners. Yeah, and we had a phenomenal run together. I guess we knew it really hit the head back when I was recording with Ace. This was right around Thanksgiving time, and Joey had had fallen asleep on camera. We had done it. Good an, God. 
we had done an entire take, and he was. Uh, turns out he was incoherent that entire time. But <laughs> but but I do want to mention to our fans, Joey's doing fantastic, and he's yeah. back. He just yeah. opened up a new site. Does it look like he'll be back with us at Bookie Bashing? At Bookie Bashing anytime <clears throat> soon. But he's doing phenomenal, and I would urge people to look him up. He's handing out winners again. Basketball, Tony? Yeah, basketball. Big Cleveland yeah. Cav believer. Yeah, that's Steph Curry's a pretty serious dude, huh? Yeah, he's been known to uh, just drop a winner from 32 feet out yeah. last night in overtime. He doesn't miss, huh? Guy doesn't miss. Completely changing the game of basketball. Better than LeBron? Better than LeBron, that's strong. Better shooter than LeBron. Yeah. Better shooter. More clutch than LeBron? Probably more clutch. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy to say. It is crazy to say. We're getting to a new time. Yeah. It's a little bit of changing of the guard. LeBron's on the back end of his prime. Uh, That's not to say he can't win it this year, next year, the following year. But he's on the back end now. What, a 12th year guy? 12th year guy now? 12th year. Unbelievable to say. Feels like that draft was five, six years ago. I know. Time flies, man. I know. But Steph is the news in the NBA right now. That Dame Lillard, too. He's an up-and-comer. Big time player, but uh, obviously not on you know a Steph Curry level at this point. No, and Golden State they're they're rotating the ten man rotation that yeah. surpasses many guys first five of yeah. the league. Man, that that, that game uh, last night was a hell of a game. Probably best game of the regular season so far. But how about those rumors about Durant going to the Warriors? I mean, why mess with success? I mean, I don't I don't even see him as a fit with them. I don't see it coming. I think it's it's just that rumors. Yeah, I personally yeah. see OKC blocking Durant back up. Yeah. I really do. I think he wants to win it there. He's got a solid team. I don't think he goes to a team that's already won the championship. I don't think that helps a legacy for Kevin Durant. Yeah, I'm with you. I, I agree. I agree. And I got news for you. I like Westbrook more than Durant. Always have. Many people disagree, and probably rightfully so. Something about Westbrook's game, I just, I, I dig that. I dig how he plays. I could picture him in the NFL as a defensive back, receiver, running back. He's athletic as all hell. He's nuts. He can turn it on, man. He is an athlete. He's an absolute athlete, yeah. but I still think that's Durant's team when healthy. Oh, it is. It is. It is. I mean, Durant failed out, what, last night? And uh, and that's what happens. And, and they go down. But I'll say this. Wrote, it's a, it's a new NBA. Mm-hmm. It's a new NBA. You're not going to win it with one star. No, you're it not. It takes multiple guys. You're not. As much as people say, oh, you just need that one guy, it's a team game. Anybody who watches the league, as simple as it is, knows it's a team game still. Yeah, and it, these it stars are teaming up. They're right. pairing up. And it's why yeah. there's such a difference between the top half of the league and your bottom half of the league. Sure. Now, did you tune into any of that... Uh, Combine, which wraps up tomorrow. I've been back and forth on that combine, Mark. Yeah. I know what you're going to talk to me about. I know what you saw there because we've been talking about those uniforms for for two, three years now. They got to uh, make a serious change there because those compression shorts, spandex uniforms are absolutely ridiculous. I mean, it's not that serious. It isn't. If you're fast, you're fast. If you're strong, you're strong. If you can run the pad drills and the backpedal drills and this, that, and the other the right way, you can run them in regular shorts and a regular t-shirt. It could be a dry fit t-shirt. I mean, you know, I always think back to the footage of uh, Tom Brady at the Combine. Big baggy cotton t-shirt, big baggy gym shorts, looked unathletic as all hell. Well, you know, he just turned out to be like the best quarterback of all time. Right. So... 
And I didn't have to worry about his dick popping out while running the 40. Let's call it what it is. Yeah. Chris Jones, folks, from Mississippi State, looked like an absolute moron when uh, he was running the 40. About 10, 15, 20 yards in, the compression shorts must have ripped, and his his dick fell out of his pants. And, uh, you know, you got kids watching this show. And that'll you know, scare the hell out of a kid. Let's call it what it is. Let's put it this way. At the, uh, at the Combine, Chris Jones from Mississippi State, he really balled out. <laughs> Chris Jones just solidified his spot in the first round for sure. Made himself a lot of money today, <laughs> as Mike Mayock likes to say. Yeah, with that, Rod, he, <laughs> made, himself a, he made himself a fortune. <laughs> The NFL draft. Do people place bets on that? Eh, you know, you got some action about where a guy will fall. Yeah. Really, the money to be made there is if you know a guy's falling down draft boards. Yeah. That's where you make money. People bet on anything these days. They really do. And I'm one of them. Yeah. I'm yeah. one of them, Marky. It isn't about the win or loss. You know, them dice, when they're rolling on the table, that split second before they stop, Mark, that's the greatest sign in the world. Tone, I, I got to ask you, what's the craziest thing you ever gambled on? Listen, I'll bet on anything, Mark. You give me a value somewhere, I will take it anywhere. Um, we had a major hit in the Super Bowl. Had some inside information uh, on the opening Coldplay song at halftime. Oh, wow. wow Viva La Vida at 5-1. to one. Holy God. I mean, that was one controversial halftime show, too. Yeah, not everybody loved Coldplay going in there. Yeah. Beyonce caught a lot of heat for that for that show. So you had we made Coldplay's out opening song... At five to one, how much money did you have on it? Uh, solid ten grand, paid out fifty. We weren't positive about what would happen. It actually got pulled at a lot of the Vegas casinos right before kickoff. Wow. The fix was in. Would you have an inside source? Had an inside source. Who? Had a uh, former co-worker. I don't want to get into too many details, but they had a uh, fiance that was working. On the crew, they had been at rehearsals for the uh, two weeks leading up to it. What, like a, a, a dancer? Uh, somebody that, let's just say, worked the cameras, things like oh, that. Oh, product, production, sure, person. sure. And, uh, yeah, that was money in the bank. Put the max bet on that was actually 10000 They wouldn't let you do any more. Uh, but, you know, really bet on anything. Had my most painful loss of all time. That's right, I said it, of all time. Worse than if you were with us. This was probably worse than that interception Seattle threw in that Super Bowl. Daytona 500, Martin Truex. Mark, I'll tell you what. If you haven't seen it, I'm not doing it justice. You need to look up this video if you haven't seen it. This guy lost the Daytona 500. I sat there for five hours watching Martin Truex lose by three inches. I I cannot stand NASCAR. It's a constant left-hand turn. I cannot believe that it has the following that it has. If I ever left it on the TV for more than a minute, it would be a goddamn miracle. When you it, have a little money on it, Mark, yeah, it changes up. But I agree, the yeah. following's crazy. I'll, I'll, I'll watch horses race. I'll watch dogs race. Humans race. NASCAR. Cars racing. A constant left-hand turn. At 200 miles per hour, Mark. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's the draw, but I'm not in the car. The big crash, Mark. Uh, Well, why would I want to see somebody get hurt? Nobody's getting hurt. You know, they're in cars. I think there's been a lot of injuries. Dale Earnhardt uh, died. 
that true, Benny? There are injuries in NASCAR. They got a few injuries, a couple concussion issues, like every other sport. And then uh, Tony Stewart's a murderer. He ran a kid over. Questionable. Another, funny enough, I know his lawyer, and we had dinner a couple weeks ago. I just want to say that's very up in the air what happened there. Okay. Was that one of your infamous Las Vegas dinners? Uh, Yeah, we spent, I I don't like throwing numbers around, but yeah, we had a nice dinner. You like that Sinatra restaurant at the Wynn, don't you? Ah, gorgeous, Mark. It's gorgeous over there. Fantastic place. Go there with friends, family, a date. Oh my God, Mark, the veal's to die for. Yeah, to yeah. die for. And you gotta, you gotta do the milk-fed veal because that other veal, chewy. Chewy, yeah, uh, yeah. It's Absolutely. Milk-fed veal's where it's at. Oh, yeah. You can pound that other veal for a week. <laughs> and it won't get tender. Won't get tender for you. <laughs> Quoting the movie Casino, Joe Pesci talking to one of the prostitutes in his uh, car. See, milk-fed veal is pure white. Out here, they got that pink veal. Slide right over it. A pink veal, you can pound that shit for two days. That'll never, ever get tender, you know what I mean? Ladies and gentlemen, we got to get to break, but I got to say it's an absolute pleasure to have Tony Nicky Jr. here in the studios giving us a tell-all. When we get back, we're going to delve more into his nasty breakup with his fiancée in a segment I like to call The X-Files. Folks, you are back on the mark. We have Tony Nicky Jr. here live in studio. He just chugged down another Grey Goose martini. The Oscars after party is really heating up now. Leonardo DiCaprio may be less than 45 minutes away from his coronation as the greatest actor of our generation. Now I want to delve into my favorite segment, The X-Files. This is the X-Files. Tony, after that breakup, four years, marriage was imminent, had a big wedding planned. What the hell happened? I think, uh, you know, you start growing apart in this business, Mark. You know, I got games to get to. I'm, I'm all over the country. I mean, folks, let me just tell you this. Tony's fiance, 5'4", blonde, double D's. Gorgeous face, gorgeous green eyes, dresses to the nines, the girl of any guy's dreams. And Tony, would I be out of line if I said she was sick of your shit? Sick of the trips to Vegas, New Orleans, Atlantic City, Montreal. It's kind of part of the industry, Mark. I wouldn't say that that's the craziest thing I've ever heard. Uh, you know, you got a girl here 
who's about the life. And when you start losing, you know, I think all the issues kind of kind of rise to the top. Sure. This, this is a question I think my listeners want to know. Was she aware that you went broke? Absolutely not, Mark. That you know, the, there were rumors going around. There's rumors swirling around. When you, when you're a guy who the public follows, and you're a guy, you know, I've been on TMZ. You know what I mean? I've had the interviews with Barbara Walters. No, you haven't. For the record, folks, no, he hasn't. Not with Barbara, Not but I've been Barbie. on T- TMZ. He met Barbara Walters in a Starbucks before, and we talked Mark and for twenty t- to forty-five <laughs> minutes. minutes. So, uh, uh, yeah, what did you know. she? What did Barbara order at Starbucks? A caramel royale macchiato, two cubes of ice. I found interesting. Yeah, it's a little different. Didn't want to burn her mouth. I got that. I understood yeah, it that. Cools down. Let quicker. me tell you something. Barbara's a smart lady. You yeah, know, she's People, sharp. She's sharp. She is sharp. She's interviewed. You know, from uh, she's interviewed at the mall. For, for everybody. So when I did that little, I guess you wouldn't call it an interview, but that segment with Barbara, she really opened my eyes to a lot of the, the relationship now, struggles I was having. All right. Now let me ask you, Tone. What is a man's man like yourself who's been up, who's been down, who's been downer than down? What What is a guy like you order at Starbucks? Well, Mark, I have a bottle of Bally's that I keep... In the trunk. Lukewarm. Luke, lukewarm. And, uh, you know, so I'm more than satisfied with a, with a simple double espresso. I'll add my bellies in. You know, I'm a man's man drinker of coffee. I right. like getting a little fucked up off it, to be honest with you. All right. Let's get back off of Barbara. Let's let Barbara live now. And let's get back to your fiance, who after four years left you flat. You came home back from a, a quick getaway and uh, she had the condo cleared out, uh, left you a little note. Hey, Tone, you know, what did the note say? Hey, Tone, I, you know, it's, it we're was, done. Uh, what did it, it was say? Similar, Tell us. It was similar to Papali's note is what I've heard. It to said who? Uh, Vince Papali's note. Oh, okay. Uh, folks, for those if of you, you don't, who don't know. Invincible. Yep, the legendary Disney movie, Invincible. Um, it said, Tone, you know, you'll never amount to anything you'll always be broke and you're a loser exclamation point i carry that note with me everywhere i actually have it right here mark and uh you know that that, that really inspires me to get up in the morning wow tone there's some blood on this note what happened um i've talked to there's no comment on that my, my lawyers really made it clear not to comment on that did she give you the ring back you think she gave me the ring back, Mark? You described her. 5'4", blonde, beautiful. Double Ds. You think that broad gave me the ring back? She pulling that damn ring so fast, that goddamn ring. You sound sick about it. I've lost bigger games in my life. Let's just say that. So, Tone, what was the, the crescendo or the, or the climax of this, of this whole fiasco with the breakup? This thing, Mark, Jesus, I'll tell you what. This thing climaxed. I came home after a long vacation. I walked in, and this entire place was cleared out. Nothing more than a note, but not only was it cleared out, Marky, I went into the kitchen, okay? And I look in a sink, and there's ashes. Ashes everywhere. Oh, no. 
I look around, I go, where the fuck are these ashes could be coming from? Oh, Lo no. and behold, I see one piece, one paper she left of my Playboy collection, Mark, and I mean this thing. These are the Marilyn Monroe Playboys. These are the vintage Playboys, Marky. Estimated $7,500,000. Not even about the money, Marky. These things are burned. This is this is a work of art. This is treasure. Oh, yeah. no. Oh, Mark, to say So I she might as well burn a suitcase full of money. She might as well. She, anything, Mark, other than these Playboys. Mark, I dropkick the television. I throw my coffee table. Wait, I hope but, it wasn't as nice as my coffee table. It wasn't imported, Mark, and I didn't go through two months to get it, so it was a little bit worse. <laughs> that being said, I launched this thing across the room. Next thing I know... What do you mean you drop-kicked a TV? You left Mark, your feet to kick the TV mounted on the wall? There, it might, I might be exaggerating a drop kick, Mark. But I mean, I you're, Tone, you're a heavier set guy. I can't picture guy. you getting up to, to lay down a kick. You'd be surprised. I got a pretty good vertical, Marky. I got a pretty oh, good okay, vertical. Okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, not that high in the air. So, yeah, I could definitely get myself up to drop kick this. Either way, I made some ruckus. Police got called on me from the neighbors. This bitchess neighbor, well, she, she was, was good a... friends with my ex. I'll tell you that much. Called the police on me. Ended up getting a police. The only thing I was missing was the white Ford Bronco because I was ready to haul ass right across oh, the border. Boy, you must be watching that O.J. Simpson uh, show on Fox. I've been enjoying it. Nonetheless, it took me two John days Travolta, to get out. John hard to take him serious in that show. That looks Go plastic. On. Go on, on. yes. Plastic, correct. It's looks not like the a Pulp ma- Fiction. Looks Travolta like a mannequin. Anymore. Go Stop. on. That being said, uh, ended so up. So they call the cops. What, what do the cops, the cops do on, upon arrival? Upon arrival, they you know they knock on the door. They ask me what I'm doing. My hands a little bloody at this point. Yeah. Went through some you know the house has been messed up. Meanwhile, she took everything, so I look yeah. like a lunatic. Yeah. Got in a little bit of an argument with the cops. I'm sitting there. Cops come in. I'm sitting there. I got nothing but a beater on, beater and boxers. You, you got a white beater on and no pants. I had boxers on, Mark. Oh, okay. I had boxers on. I've taken down a fifth of Grey Goose at this point. I'm a little fucked up. This cop comes in, you know, he's being a real hero. Uh, you know, we get into a little bit of an argument. Next thing oh, no. I know, next thing I know, I'm in cuffs. I'm taken in. It was a tough time, Mark, to say the least. How uh, would you spend the weekend kind of thing? It was a two-night stay. Joey Stacks, when he cleaned up... Took me out of there, got me out of there. Since then, I've been drinking a lot less. I know I've had a couple martinis sure, tonight. Sure. Well, it's, it's a celebration for, for Leo tonight. It is, so I have an excuse. But yeah, I've been a, it, was a, it was an eye-opening experience, Marky. Our dear friend, Leonardo DiCaprio. It's his night tonight, Tony. It's not yours. <laughs> it is Leo's night, Mark. We're going to pop the champagne for him. Tonight. No, t- Tony, frankly, it, it, it is your night because um, you're on the debut premiere episode season one of on the mark and we're having a hell of a time here champagne's pouring gray goose is pouring jack daniels sinatra select is being poured a lot of folks here a lot of people having a good time in fact alejandro gonzalez in a just won best director for the revenant so a real good sign that leo is on deck now to get his um the Revenant was fantastic. Real quick, funny story, Tone. I took my niece to see the Peanuts movie back in October. I thought it'd be nice, you know, something to do for her. She's she's a great kid. Love hanging out with her. I'm a family guy. I love hanging out with my family. Ended up getting jumped by a gang of 13-year-olds. They stole my wallet, my keys, and there were so many, and they 
Dana, they shoved, were ganging up on me, shoved me. I fell down the steps. I tumbled all the way down the steps. I was in the hospital for two weeks. You gotta look out for yourself <laughs> with these kids, Mark. Today, these kids are out of control. It is a different day and age than when we grew up. I think the oldest one was 14. The rest of them were 10, 11, 12. Mark, it's dangerous. These kids are running around on five-hour energy drinks and Starbucks coffee. Oh my these god! These kids will kill you out there, Mark. They took me out of the movie theater on a stretcher. I was like motionless. It's dangerous, Mark. This is dangerous nowadays going to a movie. Well, long story short, your new girlfriend, nice looking girl, how'd you meet her? I wouldn't say um, girlfriend, first of all. I'm, I'm a Sag, Mark. And those people out there that know Sagittarius, okay, okay. we're a... Uh, you know, we're a free spirit. We don't like being locked down. That's sure. one of those things. I met this girl. I was in a three-day bender, Mark, and during that, we had thrown a lot of money. She was actually a cocktail waitress for me during one of her shifts. She left that shift, got changed, came hung out with us for the rest of oh, the day. Oh, wow. That's phenomenal woman. Phenomenal. Fuck, that's what we call the swingers special. Your money. You're so fucking money. That's straight out of movie swingers, man. That's really cool. Good for you. Yeah, phenomenal girl. And uh, a little bit younger, Marky. She's uh, she's currently getting her degree. Very smart. Actually flew out here with me. She's back at the hotel. I did leave her at the hotel. Yeah, I got sure, it. Man. Sure. But uh, yeah, she's on her break. Phenomenal girl. Yeah. Phenomenal. Where'd she go? UNLV? She started out at UNLV. She's at a community school now in Arizona, doing real well, looking for her associate's degree. We're going to take it one step at a time. God bless her. God bless her. Sounds like a sharp chick, man. Yeah, her father's very proud. Great guy. Great guy. Is he? Yeah. So you met the family already? I've met the father. How, how quick do you typically meet a girl's family? Because, you know, I mean, it, it always varies. Every situation's different. But for you, on average, how quick do you seem to meet their family? Mark, I'll be honest with you. I want to know what I'm getting into Within the first month or two, you can learn a lot when you meet somebody's family. Yeah, ain't that the truth? I'm not the most, you know, religious guy, and I, and I 100% believe in our Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, but if I go in and I have a family, Mark, that may be, I don't want to say different religious, different stereotypes, you got to see what you're getting into, Mark. Yeah, yeah, I, I guess, man. Sure, sure. So, Tone, after we're done here... Where do you see yourself ending up on, on a Sunday night in Philly? Uh, realistically, on a Sunday night in Philly, I saw the champagne you got ready to crack open for DiCaprio's big victory. I saw that Italian leather couch sure. in, the, uh, in a downstairs. It's comfortable, has it? has my name on it, Mark. I'll be honest. Oh, you're sleeping here. Mark, I've had three Grey Goose martinis since we started being on air. Oh, man. Well, you're hey, stuck with me. You're more than welcome, Tone. You, you, you've given me a lot of winners over the years. Um, more winners than losers, that's for damn sure. And uh, it was an absolute pleasure having you on the air tonight. Why don't you go mingle with the ladies? I was going to ask you that name. Mix yourself another drink and uh, and see where the night takes you. I think I am. I Maybe I'm I'll call you an Uber and get you the fuck out of here at some point. We'll see what Back happens. Back to the hotel. We're back on the mark. It is now Tuesday morning, 12.01 a.m. And our guy, the legendary, the great Leonardo DiCaprio, has finally been crowned with the Best Actor 
Award. Long time coming. Could have got it several other times, but tonight is the night. I think uh, we all knew tonight was the night, but now we can finally pop that champagne. The girls are dancing. Tony's over there standing on his head doing shots. This place is going wild. We're big DiCaprio fans over here. And that speech he gave was phenomenal. Real humble, super humble. You could tell he loves Tom Hardy. That That's his go-to guy. They're the new tag team of Hollywood as far as playboys. You know they're out there getting laid whenever they want. Big money, big movies, fast cars, big houses, nice vacations. Whatever they want, they live the life. Kind of like... Uh, Tony Nicky Jr. over there. But uh, now nah, I'm, I'm really, really pleased to, uh, to see DiCaprio finally get his. Earlier on the show, I introduced you guys to my esteemed producer, Benny Goldberg. Benny has been renamed here at uh, Skyfall Studios during this chaotic Oscars party. Benny's been renamed. Some may say a rebirth. I call it the Revenant. We now have Benny Spielberg. I gotta say, I hope everybody who's listening is enjoying what they're hearing. I gotta let you guys know that, that the goal over here at Skyfall Studios is to make podcasts great again. And that's exactly what we're gonna do. We are going to make podcasts great again. I'm gonna build a wall. And I'm going to have Sirius XM Satellite Radio pay for that wall. I will build a wall. It'll be a great wall. And that's just how it's going to be. Because we're making podcasts great again. Now, I got to say, this uh, this whole political uh, you know, climate that we're living in is uh, driving me nuts for the most part. American politics are probably the, the greatest reality show in the world besides sports, I guess you could say. I find politics fascinating. I don't trust any politicians. Never have, probably never will. I would really have to trust one to go vote for one. If I don't trust them, I'm just simply not going to vote for them. It's not going to, it's just not going to happen. You know, I'd love to hear what Tony's thoughts on this are. Donald Trump doing a hell of a job in these Republican primaries. Sounded like Marco Rubio and Ted Cruz teamed up on him a little bit at the last debate. Maybe a desperation move. Uh, maybe them trying to flip the script. But the more they fire off on him, he fires back. He gets big ratings, and uh, his supporters aren't really uh, fluctuating. I'm not saying I'm a Donald Trump supporter, a Marco Rubio supporter, a Ted Cruz supporter, or any of the Democrats. I'm just talking about what it is right now. Tony, what do you make of uh, Donald Trump and his uh, his campaign? Well, you're absolutely right, Marky, that it is just what it is right now. I think the Republican Party is making a last-ditch effort, a Hail Mary pass, like you said, to get Cruz and Rubio to jump on him because really, you're big-time Republicans. They don't want Donald Trump to be yeah. the guy representing that party. But just like you said, you don't trust many politicians. I think of a lot of America feels that way. We're in a trillion dollar debt. And when you deal with Trump, you're not dealing with a politician. You're dealing with a businessman. You're dealing with a guy that's made a lot of money. He's made a lot of deals 
And and me personally, I think that could be good for this country, a guy not your typical politician, like you say you don't trust. Yeah. You know, the biggest thing I see, and I think he makes you know a lot of interesting points, but so many people hate him with a passion, and there's so much unrest already in this country, at least that's the way the media spins it, that I don't know if it'd be uh, healthy with him in office. For his own personal health, for the country's health, I mean, people hate him it's like no other. Uh, they didn't hate John McCain like this in the last election or, or Mitt Romney. It, it's, it's strange. I mean, it, people, celebrities, athletes, um, openly dislike the man. Well, you, you wonder strange. how much of that, though, is media-based. You know, yeah. I mean, here's a guy, Donald Trump, that you say everybody hates him, and yet he's winning every primary. When you break down the primaries, he's won the Hispanic vote in a lot of states. People yeah. say he doesn't have the Hispanic vote. So, you know, it, it's all about how the media wants to portray this. When you look at the numbers, though, it doesn't look like there's another candidate to take him out Yeah. in that Republican Party. So you keep your finger on the pulse of politics, huh? I enjoy watching the debates. I do enjoy listening to what they have to say. Yeah, There's a a reality to it. Like you said, Mark, there's a reality. There's some interest. Jeb Bush was your comedic relief, I said, the entire time. He's comedic value. He gets smoked out there. Yeah, he was a clown. Yeah. You know, uh, this was a good race, though, man. I thought Christie had a chance before Trump got into it, to be honest with you. And he's another one that the people absolutely hated after that George Washington Bridge scandal. I still don't even understand what the hell happened on that bridge. I think it's a bogus story to begin with, but I don't know much about about it. I agree with you there. I don't know the whole just behind the bridge. I think there's a bunch of bogus stories. I mean, they, they torched him for being overweight. I mean, they torched him brutal. for being. They torched him for a picture of him hugging Obama following the the devastation of Hurricane Sandy, which I thought's a little far fetched. Even if it's a Democratic president, when he comes and gives you all the supplies and goods you need, you know what's how's Christie supposed yeah. to act there? Yeah, here's a Republican of a blue state. And Christie, so he's a guy yeah. that's more neutral than a lot of those Republicans were. Got the state of New Jersey out of debt. He did. So, I mean, here's Balanced the budget, I which is to, rare in this day and age. I think he got into trouble when it turns out when he goes against Trump because Christie was the guy who was known for being outspoken. Yeah, he was known for saying what's on his mind. And Trump comes in and just does that, but one-ups him really the entire time. Yeah. And how about these uh, uh, Democratic... Uh, candidates they're strange man bernie sanders is like 100 years old hillary is just like has a lot of bad press around her baggage more more baggage than trump has yeah and she does not get torn apart in the least no on a daily basis like trump does and she could still be indicted for all we know i mean reasonably uh she could be in jail absolutely (laughs) you know and uh I'll tell you what, I mean, they said Bloomberg might throw his uh, name in the uh, in the hat. I don't know how exactly that would work, such a late entry, but that'd be fascinating. It would be nuts to get an entry this late, because if nothing, if nothing comes in, it's going to be Clinton versus Trump. It's that, it's that easy yeah, at this point. Yeah, because yeah, Sanders got smoked in the last uh, primary. Yeah, he did well in New Hampshire, but that's really all that he had. Hillary's taking uh, taking a lot of that firepower. I mean, the guy's like a hundred years old. They roasted McCain for being old and running. I mean, Bernie Sanders is seventy four years old. The election is until next November. 
you know, I don't know exactly when his birthday is, but he's up there. You're looking at a 75-year-old going into office. Yeah. If he gets two terms, that's going to 83. Yeah. If you think it takes two terms, if you're one of the people that's a believer, it takes two and, terms. And, and, and basically every president gets two terms. I mean, it's almost a given. Unless you really screw it up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It, it's it's a hopeless, hopeless environment, if you ask me, the state of politics. To me, I see them all as puppets. I don't see any of them as difference makers. Like I said, I don't trust any of them. I have no clue who I'm voting for or if I'm voting. People look down on that. They say, oh, you don't want to vote. Well, you know, I don't see it like that. If you have to cast a vote for somebody you don't believe in, then who's doing who the injustice? And we're back on the mark. I'll tell you what, it's been a great night. I've had a great time. I know Benny's enjoying himself. I know Tony's... I don't even know where Tony got to at this point. He's enjoying himself. The girls are having a great time. They're all happy. Uh, Leo won. But I got to take a moment to thank our sponsors. Hennessy. Rock Nation. Title. And of course, thank you to Yahoo for streaming this exclusively on yahoo.com. Had a hell of a show, folks. Learned a lot about Tony, Nikki, that I uh, that I never knew. And I, I thought I knew the guy pretty well. But he, uh, God bless him, he gave us some good insight into his life. And uh, he's quite the character, for sure. Um, we're shutting down the command center here at Skyfall Studios. Next week on The Mark, we'll be interviewing my good friend, El Chapo. My apologies to Peyton Manning. We ran out of time. Hopefully we can get to him next week. From my esteemed colleague and producer, Benny Spielberg. From the legendary Tony Nicky Jr. And from myself. Good night, cruel world. And we'll see you on the next episode. Let's fly way up to the clouds, away from the maddening crowds. We can sing in the glow of a star that I know of, where lovers enjoy peace of mind. Let us leave the confusion and all this illusion behind. Just like birds of a feather, a rainbow together will find. Oh, 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 oh,